0: Welcome to the Word from the Ancient Path, Stories and Sermons for the Journey. It's a channel of blessing and encouragement for beloved friends all over the world to hear and experience how God speaks and works through ordinary people with an extraordinary calling. We bring you stories of good news, connecting in Christ and building the kingdom, and the Word of God declared through the pastors and missionaries of Ancient Path Ministries, La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua. Beloved listeners and friends, I am your guide, Pastor Kevin Job, and I am very happy to be with you. Our ministry was founded in 2011 by Pastors Jose Santiago and Yami Cruz in Jovianos, Cuba. And my wife Tani and I serve as directors and chief connection makers for the U.S. branch of the ministry. Together we have a great team of pastors, missionaries, advisors, and kingdom servants who are dedicated to planting churches and spreading the reach of the gospel. We pray that you are blessed and inspired by these sermons, reflections, and our testimony of what God has done and is doing in and through us. Friends, last week on the podcast, we, we went to the third chapter of the Gospel of John and encountered Nicodemus, and today we're going to continue these encounters with Jesus in the Gospel of John. We're going to move one chapter ahead to the fourth chapter, and I've got a little help from my friends, Vicki Dudash and Damon Mitchell, to do a little musicalization of this particular story. I hope it touches you. So the Gospel of John, and in chapter 7, Jesus makes a statement that's really interesting. He says, whoever believes in Me, as the Scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. And so for the next few minutes, we're going to follow an account where Jesus is traveling along with His disciples. And He's going through a region called Samaria that is filled with people who are spiritually lost. And they're considered sort of betrayers of the true faith of the Jews And during this time period, Jesus offers a place at his table and himself as living water to a person that we wouldn't be likely to invite. Jesus came to a Samarian city called Sychar, which was near the land that Jacob had given to his son, Joseph. Jacob's well was there Jesus was tired from his journey and so he sat down at the well It was about noon when a Samarian woman came to the well to draw water And he said to her give me some water to drink His disciples had gone into the city to buy some food for him The Samaritan woman asked why do you a Jewish man? Ask something to drink from me, a Samaritan woman. You see, Jews and Samaritans didn't associate with each other. And Jesus responded, If you recognized God's gift and who it is that's saying to you, Give me some water to drink, you would be asking him, and he would give you living water
1: Jesus they say
0: said you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep where can you get this living water are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us this well and and drank from it himself along with his sons and his flocks and his herds Jesus answered her everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again but whoever drinks the water I will give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Well, and the woman said to him, "Sir, and give me this water so I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming back here to draw."
1: Here I am, Lord, holding out my withered hand, and I'm just waiting.
0: Give me this water so I won't get thirsty and I have to keep coming back here to draw. Jesus answered her and said, Go and call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. To which Jesus said, You're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you've had five husbands. And the man you have now is not your husband. So yeah, what you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet.
1: Jesus, they say you spoke in calmed and angry Tossed across a stormy sea. Teach me how to listen and how to obey. Cause there's a
0: She said to him, our fathers worshiped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. And Jesus then said to her, believe me, woman, a time is coming and has now come when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain or in Jerusalem. You Samaritans, you worship what you do not know we worship what we do know for salvation comes from the Jews yet a time is coming and has now come when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth for they are the kind of worshipers that the Father seeks God is spirit and his worshipers must worship him spirit and a truth the woman said to him listen I know that messiah called the Christ is coming and when he comes he'll explain everything to us Jesus looked at her and said I who speak to you am he
1: stone onto my heart well can you roll that stone away
0: many of the samaritans from that town believed in jesus because of the woman's testimony he told me everything i ever did she said and so when the Samaritans came to Jesus, they urged him to stay with them. So he stayed for two days. And because of his words, many more became believers. They said to the woman, we no longer believe simply because of what you said, but because now we've heard for ourselves. And we know that this man is really The Savior of the world. We're going to take a moment now for a short break. Stay with us for more on the Ancient Path. At Ancient Path Ministries, our greatest hope is to carry the light of the kingdom of God into places where it is most needed. We want to see people set free from what holds them captive and offer salvation in Christ to people lost in darkness. We want to live as examples, the oaks of righteousness, planted to display God's splendor. Now, our ministry is built on connections in Christ and our financial foundation depends on the regular partnership of beloved friends such as you. If you'd be interested in becoming a covenant financial partner or just contribute to the work of the ministry, invite you to visit our website ancientpathministries.org. Check out the church in action and see how you can be a part of bringing good news, connecting in Christ building the kingdom. Jesus' invitation list is so surprising, isn't it? It's so surprising that it includes you. It even includes me. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? And I love that story for many reasons. And I love that the love of God could be so wide as to wrap itself around me so this morning we're going to remember a little bit and think about what our right response is to what we've already experienced last week we got a little vertigo we got a little dizzy right we, we went from the height of all things with Jesus at his baptism where the Holy Spirit said this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased and then Jesus was cast into the desert to be tempted We saw that Jesus is a Savior who relates to our struggles because He's been here. Not been there, been here. You know, you can point to yourself and say, He's been here. He's the incarnation of God. Jesus is not some historical figure who lived 2,000 years ago and is no longer, and we just like what He teaches. He is the embodiment of God. Come to earth to walk with us. As the song goes, I want to walk with you. Jesus has written us into His story. He knows us. And so we've seen Jesus go into temptation for our sake. And then this morning, we come to Jesus, the living water. Jesus who, who comes to the well with us and gives us the invitation not only to just draw plain old water, but to, as the prophet Isaiah said, drink deep from the well of salvation. I love that image. So beautiful. Drink deep from the well of salvation, the prophet says. And from this encounter with the woman at the well in Samaria, doesn't matter where we're from, doesn't matter where we've been, doesn't matter what we've done, the Savior comes and invites us into a new way of living. He invites us into a new way of living. He invites us the poor the crippled the lame the blind the brothers and the sisters and the family and the wealthy neighbors whoever we might be and he says come to my table where you will no longer thirst you will be satisfied as with the richest affair as we worship God as Jesus says in spirit and in truth someday Everything you know, every corporation, every way of doing things, every person you know will have risen up and fallen. But Jesus will still be here. And the church of Jesus Christ will still be here. When this local congregation has finished its mission, whenever God wills that to be, if we are faithful disciples and our children and grandchildren, the generations will continue to be the local church. You see, every other institution on the face of the planet, at some point, has an expiration date. But the church of Jesus Christ will never expire. It will come to its full bloom when Christ comes again. So who is this guy we've been discovering? Who is this God incarnate? And and you can imagine that if 2,000 years later, it can be this immediate... The power of God through the presence of Jesus Christ in our world. If you can can picture how immediate it is to us still today, think about what it was like in the first generation of the church. In the first generation of the church, the first missionaries are taking out the word, right? The Apostle Paul is is being the, the church's first missionary into Asia Minor and what will become Europe And they would sing and they would they would have hymns that they would sing about the greatness of jesus and in his letter to the church in the greek greco-roman city of philippi paul quotes this about jesus from a hymn he said jesus being in very nature god did not consider equality with god to be something to be used to his own advantage rather he made himself nothing By taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and he became obedient to death. Even death on a cross. In Roman times, crucifixion was death for the scum of the earth. For those who were outcasts, the poor and the blind and the lame and all the people Jesus said to make sure you invite to your dinner party along with everybody else. And Jesus came and takes this. Well, he doesn't deserve it, but we do. So I I marveled as I was getting ready this week, what kind of God gives up his seat, his proper place, then stands with us in the desert of our suffering, and then invites us to his table to quench our thirst and satisfy our hunger and make us, rather than the outcast, honored guests' family? Who does that? It is only Jesus No one else offers this. It is only Him. And it's not something you earn. That's what grace is all about. Instead, our our act of worship, our obligation is simply to respond to it properly. What is our right response to such an incredible outpouring of love? What do we do with that? What do we do with the power He has placed in our hands to help bring the kingdom of God to light for others in this world what do we do we we need to be thankful first of all don't we we should trust in this power that he brings and as his first message was repent turn around stop following all those other things that you follow and turn and look at me and believe what did he say the good news kingdom of god is at hand And so, beloved friends, this brings us to the close of today's episode. So thanks for joining us. Once again, be sure to check out our website, ancientpathministries.org. Like and follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Ancient Path Ministries. This is Pastor Kevin Job for Ancient Path Ministries. La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua. We look forward to seeing you next time. Que Dios te bendiga mucho. Go be the church.